a deal could still get done with Hassan Reddick, but if he's traded from the Philadelphia Eagles, the Eagles actually have some pretty good alternative options on the edge this offseason. We'll get into that coming up next right here on Locked on Eagles. You are Locked on Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Eagles fans. I'm Louis DiBiase, co-host of the Locked On Eagles podcast, analyst also over at Bleacher Report. He's Gino Camilleri, scouting director, Eagles content at Bleacher Report, and my co-host on today's edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. Hassan Riddick says he wants to get a deal done in Philadelphia. Will the best deal come from Howie Roseman? If not, the Eagles have some good options in free agency on the edge. We'll discuss those offseason options coming up next. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. And guys, today's show is sponsored by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 back if your bet wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown to get started. So Gino Hassan Riddick did comment today on Twitter about this uh, trade rumor, not even a rumor, but it was a report on Sunday before the Super Bowl. The Eagles have given him permission to seek a trade as there's one year left on his deal. He has 30 sacks the last two years. One of the most productive edge rushers in the NFL over the last four years, going back to even when he was with the Arizona Cardinals and the Carolina Panthers. But he did clarify today that he did not ask for a trade he wants a deal done in Philadelphia, but he understands it's a business. And that's what we have to clarify about Sunday's news. This wasn't Hassan demanding a trade. Like, he is mm-hmm. demanding his money, but he wants it from Howie Roseman. The Eagles are the team that are saying, we're right here. This is what we're willing to give you. If you want more than that, all power to you. We're not going to hold you hostage for one year left on your deal because we know you won't be happy. Go find that money. If you can't get it, you've got this money waiting for you. And that's the way it's going to work. If you want to take this deal, you can do it. And so I think sometimes a player, it could be a little unfair the way it's worded that, oh, he's trying to get out of Philadelphia. That's not the case. The guy just wants his cash and the Eagles have a a set disciplined line. As I said on yesterday's show, it starts as it being business at the end of the day. And Hassan Reddick, he tweeted it himself. He said that it is a business. He is completely aware of this and he understands. And yet at the same time, it didn't seem like any bridges were burned. It seems like he still wants to get a deal done in Philadelphia. But what this opens up the opportunity to do is to dictate the market and right. figure out what it is going to be. Because let's just say this, Lou, and we're going to get into the offseason options, talk about some free agent edge players. Let's say there's a guy in free agency. Let's just take a name, for example, a young edge rusher and Josh Allen, who's coming off of his first contract. What if Hassan Reddick, who is about to be 30 years old, is commanding $20 million and Josh Allen's commanding 14 to $16 million per year? He probably is going to get more closer to the realm of, I would say, Hassan Reddick. But let's just say that is an opportunity. That's the, the cost analysis, the benefit and the weight analysis that you have to do there. Is it worth giving a 30-year-old player that contract if there are other options out there? But at sure. the same time, he is a hometown guy. He has been your best and most, I would say, situational pass rusher, the guy who comes up in the biggest. He's been your best game changer on defense entirely over the mm-hmm. last two years. He is 
the best counter puncher and delivers the knockout punch when it matters for you. It just comes down to, can he fit into Fanjo's defense? As we said, can the money make it work for both sides? But if the compensation is enough, Lou, and you're going to get a second round pick plus a two or, or plus a three and maybe even a player, and you could still go and sign one of these many guys that we go and talk about, that's the cost benefit analysis that you have to do. And that Howie Roseman, somebody who has been inside that organization forever, he has seen similar situations to this in the past. Somebody tweeted about it, that the wording on what they are allowing Hassan Reddick to do seems very similar to how they treated Zach Ertz, how they treated Fletcher Cox, where they're giving them that opportunity to go and see where the money is. And if it's not there, it most likely is going to lead to him staying in Philadelphia. It doesn't seem like it's going to be a trade Philly or he's cut. It's either he's traded or he's in Philadelphia. There's no other option. That's the good news is it does sound like the Eagles are willing because when Sunday's report came out, it was just the Eagles are allowing him to go seek a trade. And it's like, okay, Mm. are they not willing to pay him at all? Do they choose Josh Sweat over him straight up? No, it does sound like the Eagles are willing to pay him kind of like Chauncey Gardner Johnson last year, Mm -hmm. but they're not going to reset the market with that player. And so it's a tough call because like you said, there are some really good options that we'll discuss that are younger than Hassan Reddick. You could get one of those guys and a bunch of draft picks. But the issue there is, are you willing to risk the unknown of, you got to make sure, I mean, you have to compete with everybody else in the league that might have more money than you to go sign a Josh Allen, like you said, or Bryce Huff from the Jets, or if Brian Burns, God forbid, hit the open market. Whereas right now you have Hassan Reddick in house and he wants to be in Philadelphia and you know he's productive. It's kind of the known versus potential more, but yet unknown uh, risk reward Mm -hmm. factor to decide. Hopefully to me, the offers out there aren't much higher and he does stay in Philadelphia where he wants to be because, I mean, 29 years old isn't super old for a pass rusher. And uh, I I do think, though, another team might be willing to give him a bag. There's a lot of teams out there that need edge rushers. And as we mentioned, for the last four years, there's not many guys that have done it better than Hassan. And if you look at the market right now, I mean, there's going to be a team that has a ton of money in free agency right? that can go out there and either one, spend on one of the top names, or two, be involved in these signer trade situations. Let's just look at the top 10 average per year contracts for edge rushers right mm-hmm. now, Lou. You start with Bosa at 34 a year, TJ Watt at 28, the other Bosa at 27, Garrett at 25, Montez Sweat at 24.5, Rashawn mm-hmm. Gary at 24. Oh, it's going to be 20 Mack plus a year. 23.5. Yeah. It's going to be 22. One and a half to $23 million per year at minimum to keep Hassan Reddick in Philadelphia. And are you okay doing that? The only guy on that list that I mentioned is TJ Watt and Khalil Mack, who Khalil's kind of grandfathered in with that ridiculous contract that he signed years ago. But TJ Watt, he just signed that deal. He's the only guy that really has that precedent of signing that 30-year-old kind of contract right now. Is that what Hassan's looking for? Is he looking for $25 million? He 
believes he's in consideration each yeah. year to be the defensive player of the year. He believed it last year. Does he want to be treated? As and he so? has every right to have. And he does. No, of, I'm I'm going to bat yeah. for him right now. He no, should absolutely. go and get his money. Right. He has every right to go see if the money is out there. I'm just hoping that it really won't be. And maybe he can get 21 million with the Atlanta Falcons. But hey, I'd rather have 18, 17 to 18 and stay with the Philadelphia Eagles. That's kind of where my head's at. Um, because whether he stays or not, you know, like I'm not super comfortable if he does leave is what I'm saying. I'm not comfortable as much as I like Josh Sweat and I am hopeful for Nolan Smith and I love Brandon Graham. Like you can't bank on that trio. Like if Reddick's gone, you need to make a significant move at this spot, whether it's in free agency and or the draft. If not both. If not both. Absolutely. And there's a ton of options that we'll get into coming up next. I want to start with our offseason options in this scenario where Reddick is gone. How would the Eagles replace Hassan on the edge? Then segment three, we'll do the complimentary pieces on the edge as we start up our offseason option series right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Today's edition of LOE is brought to you by our friends over at DoorDash. DoorDash is the all-in-one app for your everyday needs from restaurants and groceries to flowers and gifts. Fellas, this one's for you. You gotta get your flowers. You gotta get your chocolate. Don't tell the lady. Just go on DoorDash. Get it delivered right to her work. Get it delivered right to your door and she doesn't even have to know it'll be like you planned it all along. Go to DoorDash today to get your Valentine's Day gifts. Heck, even get your Valentine's Day dinner. If you're like my wife and myself, we hate to go out and get all those marked up prices. No, we just get all the deals that DoorDash has. We get all the DoorDash Plus offers, get that free delivery as well. Football season might be over, but sports are still going on. I'm a big hockey fan. We do wing pizza night every other hockey game. So make sure you go to DoorDash to get all the food, all the groceries, whatever you need. DoorDash, your door to more. Head to DoorDash app to get everything you need delivered. We thank you so much for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, want to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. So find Locked On Sports Today now, available on the free Fire TV channels app. So Gino, we're kicking off our off-season options series where we look through everything Howie Roseman can do in free agency, which is only a month away, actually, from this week. So it's coming up quick, and Hassan Reddick is the player right now the Eagles have a big decision on. He's going to go out there, see if there's a contract that's going to pay him $22-plus million a year from another team. If not, the Eagles hopefully want him back on a team-friendly contract. If, though, let's say, again, because there's a lot of teams out there with money, that need edge rushers, that want to win, that'll probably still be willing to give Reddick a lot of money even though he turns 30 in September. If he does leave, this is a pretty solid offseason, though, to need edge rushers. There are a lot of proven players at this position in free agency, and a lot of them, Gino, are young or in their prime, like under the age of you know 26 or 27. You're talking the territory that Howie Roseman loves to pounce on. And yeah. I think you can identify this as almost that Javon Hargrave territory where they're coming off of their first deal. They might be an underrated player in the mm -hmm. National Football League. That's what a lot of these guys are, it looks like. Howie Roseman loves to strike on them before they get that crazy deal. I mean, heck, Javon Hargrave nearly doubled 
what Philadelphia paid yeah. him to go to San Francisco. Let's say that's the case for Hassan. He's getting 15 now. You're talking about, I mean, nearly 75% more of what he's getting, or 175%, however that percentage yeah. is work with I'm an accountant that doesn't know how to add. But all in all, if you look at the market right now, Lou, I think one of two things is going to happen. One, I think it's going to be so flush with premier guys that the contracts are going to be so out of bounds that we get to that Della Vadova territory that we have talked about several years where you're like, how on earth is like Yeter Gross Matos, for example. Did Timothy right? Mozgov like, just get 30 million yeah, a year? Yeah, like what is Gross Matos doing getting 18 million? Like I felt like that with Marcus Davenport last year, who got I think 16 million dollars yeah, from yeah. Minnesota. Got a bag. Did we get to that ter- territory? Or is it going to be the top top couple guys get paid like the Danil Hunters? And I mean Heck, Zadarius Smith, does he get another bag at some point? Or Josh right. Allen and the two, the 33-year-old guys or the 26-year-old guys, I think a lot of them are still going to get paid. But then does that secondary market where Howie Roseman loves to fish in, does that market get drawn down to like 10 to $14 million a year? And you can manage to get maybe one or two of these guys for the price yeah. of one Hassan Riddick. You could do that. one or the other. And that's the one thing, Gino, is – you mentioned Javon Hargrave. You mentioned Hassan Riddick. It's that second-tier contract. He banked on mm-hmm. a young ascending player, and then they broke out and cashed in potentially somewhere else for Riddick. We know Hargrave did with San Francisco. That could be the move again. Like There's a lot of guys in that tier, but I will say this is a position that Howie Roseman is willing to spend on. Like he's This isn't linebacker where he's like, I'm not going to spend at all. If Hassan Riddick was 26 years old, I don't think he'd have any hesitation giving him 23 plus million dollars a year. So for me, it's like, you know, Hunter probably doesn't make sense in this way because it's the same situation mm-hmm. as Hassan Reddick. But let's say the Panthers did not franchise tag Brian Burns, or you look at a Bryce Huff from the New York Jets, one of those guys, Josh Allen, too, from Jacksonville, one of those guys that can cash in big that hit the open market. I do think Philly would be in play because if Hassan Reddick's gone, and a lot of these other movies could make to clear out cap space. It's not like they're the Buffalo Bills who got to clear out fifty million in dead cap. I mean, Philly's got some money. Oh, that's the thing. And we went through the sequence on our offseason yeah. simulation. Could free up like forty million. I got to forty million in the blink of an eye. Yeah. And if you either one move Hassan Riddick, that's going to be more money that's coming. He has the biggest cap hit of anybody this year, twenty-one million. And you're going to be able to move this money down the road, you're probably going to see this contract backloaded here. And that's when a lot of it frees up. I mean, especially with the age of these guys, two years down the road, you're talking about like hundreds of millions of dollars in free agent space because Mm -hmm. they're going to have all of these huge contracts coming off the book. So cash in now on these guys, I mean, below the age of 27 or below Lou, I mean, just listen to some of these names. You're talking about guys like, Jonathan Grenard, Anthony Jennings. Mm-hmm. I mean, Travis Gibson is under the radar. Daryl Taylor, Josh Allen, Josh Onanjogu from Seattle. That's a that's a CGS gem for you. That's a depth piece I'll throw in later. AJ Epinesa, Josh Uche, Brian Burns, Bryce Huff, Kalevon Chiazon. Chase Young is the youngest of all of them at 25 years old. Mm-hmm. This market is so saturated. It's so saturated that... Howie Roseman would be dumb not to see what he could get for Hassan Reddick right now. One, before all of these guys hit the market, maybe a team is willing to overpay because 
if it goes into free agency and then all of a sudden these contracts are a little less expensive, Hassan's not going to get what he wants. Maybe Philly saves that money and they can, let's say, go and get another one of these Maybe guys. Maybe this is the hope. If you want to keep Reddick, Gino, you know that I, I other teams it. are saying we're not going to pay you twenty-two plus million a year because we know we've got all these options coming up in a month. So maybe that does allow Reddick to come back and sign a more team-friendly deal. So even in that way, it could work out. But if not, like you said, I mean, there's so many players under the age of twenty-seven. I mean, Bryce Huff from the Jets, twenty-five, had a breakout season this year with ten sacks. He's first in pressure rate and second in win rate over the last two years, according to Pro Football Focus. And you mentioned a guy that I really like from Houston, Jonathan Grenard, 25 years old, 12 and a half sacks last mm-hmm. year, eight a few years ago, sixth in pressure rate. I mean, there's th- these aren't 30-year-old players that are trying to get one last bag. No, and I mean, you even go up a year or two to the, to the 28-29 territory. There are teams that are in a better situation than Philadelphia, I would say, at the edge position that they'd be willing to add yeah. one of those guys into that room. Like San Francisco, for example. I mean, they're going to lose Chase Young, but they're right in that market that they might go and sign one of those older guys. That opens up the possibility of one of those younger guys to go and sign in Philadelphia. And that's why the decision makes sense to me because Hassan at 30 – It'll present you so many opportunities right now to see what you can get. And at the end of the day, if you want to get younger, you're not going to find a better free agent class, Lou. It's not been better in past years. I don't think it's going to get better moving forward. And the Eagles right now, this is the time that for once they actually have a decent amount to where we have talked about, can you hand one or two premier level contracts out? Maybe. Maybe if Howie Roseman gets into wizard mode here. You could talk about that, and especially if Hassan Reddick comes off the board, you're talking about at least one high-profile free agent that you're willing to sign 15 to $18 million, and one maybe that's even like 8 to $12 million, because if you lose Brandon Graham at the same time as well, you're yeah. going to have even more money at that position to open up and spend. So, Gino, if you had to pick one, let's say it's a big fish free agent. Hassan Reddick does get traded, and you need to replace him with a big contract between, you know, Grenard. Um, is it Greenard? I keep messing up this name. Grenard. Grenard, perfect. Bryce Huff from the Jets. Um, Allen and Burns, probably less realistic. I don't think the Panthers and the Jaguars will let them hit the open market. But if all those, like, top-tier options, is there a preference there for you? Well, Josh Allen is a UFA. I so believe Allen Brian is, but Burns can still, get tagged, I believe. Yeah, Burns has one more year, I yeah. believe, on his contract. But God, I would love Burns. Dude, you don't have to pull yeah. my leg on Brian. It's got to be Allen, though, of course. I would say Josh Allen simply because he fits what you want in terms of a versatility element. That yeah. outside linebacker can really do a bit of everything for you. My, I, I think my idea of a big fish would be Josh Uche, simply because he presents what you want as an edge rusher in this system. Because if you're going to lose Hassan Reddick, you still have Josh Sweat, who from a measurable standpoint, a skill set standpoint, could do a lot of similar things to Hassan. But Uche is such a change-up pitch. Such an eagle signing, too, right? Like, that's your Hassan Reddick type of move. Second-tier edge rusher, breakout season in 2022. This past year, didn't get as many snaps, so his market value might Mm -hmm. be lower. His pressure rate, though, and win rate this year were still pretty solid. Like, that, yeah, that screams Howie Roseman. And I thought in 2020, if they didn't draft Jalen Hurts in the second round, you mentioned, like, a Jeremy Chin would have been an option. I think Uche Mm would have been somebody that we wanted a lot on the edge. I think your idea of throwing... Daryl Taylor 
into the discussion as well. Like second tier, your defensive line coach is mm-hmm. the guy who was calling plays for him last Got year. Got a nine and a half sack season out of him of a few years ago. And truly what you would want in that guy that you are going to sign a lot of money to is this guy has to play, has to, has to, has to, has to, has to, because Jordan Davis, it's can he. This guy has to be able to play three downs, Lou. He has to be somebody that can cover on third down when it's third and long situations, and at the same time, he can be a pitch that can go and rush the quarterback. He's got to do everything. He can't just Mm -hmm. be Brandon Graham, who's a third down guy for you. He can't just be like an oversized edge rusher that's a little bit bigger than Josh Sweat who might just be good against the run. This guy has to be a threat at every level, quite literally every level as an edge rusher. You have to be able to stop the run, rush the passer, and be somebody that can cover in today's day and age. Does Hassan Reddick do all three of those things? I would say as a coverage guy, there's some left to be desired. Does Vic Fangio want a lot of that in his edge guys at times? But do you pay somebody that money if they can't do that? That's the discussion, and that's an interesting part part of it. And for sure, I'm so glad. And folks, I'm on YouTube that are in the comments that like you're glad we don't make the decisions. I'm glad I don't have to make these decisions. I don't want to get into these numbers and have to deal with all this. This (laughs) seems like an absolute nightmare to have to deal with. For sure. Let's say Hassan Riddick is back next year. Let's say they do pay Josh Sweat and they've got Nolan Smith still in house and they want to focus more on the depth, right? They might want to replace Brandon Graham or just add another piece so they're not relying on BG as much in the rotation in 2024. Who are some of those options in free agency? We'll get into that coming up next right here on Lockdown Eagles. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 back if your bet wins. It's NBA season, of course. The NFL is now over. The Philadelphia 76ers, do you still believe Joel Embiid's still injured, but they just made a big trade for Buddy Heald? Maybe you want the over on three points made for Heald. It's the Maxi and Heald show right now. You can do quick bets on all your favorite NBA players and teams at FanDuel, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, all that and more. Just a uh, just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel is the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. All right, Eagles fans, we continue on our offseason option series, starting with the edge position because the news is right now Hassan Reddick is seeking a trade while the Eagles are allowing him to seek a trade to get his money. We'll see if he comes back on a team-friendly deal or if he finds a bag and the Eagles get some draft picks. That's kind of the option, the scenario we were looking into segment two. If he's gone, how do they replace him? But, Gino, let's say he goes out there and teams are like saying what you're saying. This market is incredible in March for pass rushers. We're not going to pay a 30-year-old $25 million a year. So they get him back on a you know 17 to $19 million a year, three-year contract, right? I think they'd still want to bring in another proven edge rusher because mm-hmm. Nolan Smith, you hope he takes that year two step, but you didn't see a lot in his rookie year. Brandon Graham, if they bring him back, would be in his 15th season. Do you really want to rely on him as much as you did last year in this rotation, I think there's a lot of second and third tier guys as well that would really fit. I mean, we mentioned Josh Uche. Uh, Daryl Taylor is one of my favorite options from Seattle, but 
you know, you look at even, there's some older players too, like Zadarius Smith, uh, Danico Autry from Tennessee had double-digit sacks this year. There's some options there for that fourth guy, and they want to be four deep in this rotation. They do not want it to be two to three guys playing like last year, you know, 70% of the snaps. One guy who really checks all the boxes for this discussion, and you talk about bringing in somebody that's familiar to your new defensive coordinator and has been popular that I've seen around Eagles Twitter, Andrew Van Ginkle from yes. the Miami Dolphins. You're talking about not a top-tier guy. He's a solid player, can be a solid rotational piece for you. Had a great year with Knows Fangio. the defense. Mm-hmm. Had a very good year in Vic Fangio's defense last year. Is that versatile piece that can, as I said, play in coverage, get to the sideline, can also rush the passer. Is a little bit older. You talk about 29, and that's the discussion that you're going to have to have. Now that we have Hassan Reddick back in-house, do we firmly believe that we can bring in somebody who's a little bit older because we believe we're going to compete right now? They do believe that they're going to compete right now, but they believe that this guy is going to be here for that window. Because if you sign one of these younger guys, you believe you're going to hopefully get another contract done down the road that you're not in this situation yet again. But if you bring in Van Ginkle, you're expecting that he's going to be part of a big time rotation. That's going to be top in the league that you're hoping is part of a top 10 sack unit. You look at other guys, Lou, one that had that stands out for me. I'm just looking at guys that have experience in big time situations that have played for big time teams and, maybe even got drafted in a big time position. I know I've kind of crapped on him a little bit, but AJ Epinesa, like, could he sure. be an under the radar guy that one of his Buffalo's better years like, in Buffalo? This we year don't want to sure. bring him back. He's really good against the run. Somebody that something that Brandon Graham did really good for you for mm-hmm. a lot of years. Is he going to give you a ton in terms of rushing the passer? He's not going to be a world beater in, in that happen circumstance but the guys up top are going to be the ones that are going to be rushing the passer for you those are going to be the guys right that are getting the sacks for you because you're paying Hassan to get the sacks you're paying Josh Sweat to get the sacks you drafted Nolan, Nolan Smith to get sure. the sacks right because our discussion in the earlier conversation would be oh no those guys are coming in and right away they're playing and they're going to be paid yeah because they gotta replace Hassan Reddick stars yeah they're yeah these guys that we are talking about are replacing Brandon Graham trying to find an upgrade over the Patrick Johnsons who exactly play their way completely different roster and a a Teron Jackson who Mm kind of got phased out because of a numbers situation last year. It's a completely different role, a completely different circle situation. And it's why I'd be more willing to go for like older players, you know, because if it's the guy replacing Hassan Riddick, you want the guy 26 or younger. But for that fourth guy, it's like, you could talk me into a player that's around the age of 30, like uh, even, you know, an older player or a guy closer to his prime, Dorrance Armstrong from, I know it's a Dallas Cowboy and that doesn't really work out in Philly, but seven and a half sacks last year, eight and a half the year before he played 12% of his snaps at defensive tackle. The Eagles like that versatile inside and out kind of guy, very good pass rusher on third down. He's had eight sacks on third down the last two years. That's a kind of player, like you said, I like the versatility aspect, the mm-hmm. guy that can be good against the run, play inside and out, maybe like a Taekwon Lewis from Indianapolis. The role's different. I think the flexibility is different, too, here in this scenario. And the guy I was trying to find was Carl Lawson. I don't know why Lawson. Yes. And I, I, this over-the-cat page is fantastic for all those. That's what we've been referencing here. And I think Carl Lawson would be 
mm-hmm. such a, a good rotational signing for you. And are you going to have five edge rushers now because of what Vic Fangio likes to do? Or are you going to go lighter on the interior and really open it up to maybe draft or not draft, rather sign some more guys that might have a little more inside backer versatility to them, but can rush the passer as opposed sure. to just true edge rusher type of players, more will backer style players. We will see. And this free agent period is going to be so intriguing because of all the guys in the market, the new defensive coordinator that you have, the Hassan Reddick situation, you're talking about potentially flipping 50 to 60% of that room in the blink of an eye, in the blink of an eye. If he's out the door, you already lost Derek Burnett, who started the season for you last year. He's a free agent. Bring him. him back. No, absolutely not. Somebody suggested that. <laughs> I just closed my phone and went for a walk. But <laughs> he's gone. Brandon Graham most likely isn't going to return. If you lose Hassan Reddick, that's three guys that you started the season with last year. Is it going to be a second-year Nolan Smith that's really unproven and just Josh Sweat? You're going to have to make some big-time signings. Yeah, how is not that doing have, that? Head have played big-time minutes. Big time situations. That's why a guy like AJ Abanese, he's been in the playoffs a lot for you. I think he gets the idea of wanting to go and chase a ring and teaming up with a team that potentially could be really good. Like, let's say a, a Solomon Thomas or a Clellan Farrell. Would you complain about him being your fourth or fifth guy in the rotation? No. There's so many talking points that we can. I know I'm getting on a tangent, but what they have at edge right now is just it's an open opportunity to completely change that room from what it was last And it's year. a great pool. And I think somebody actually, by the way, mentioned to me earlier, Jadavion Clowney, because he's a free agent. Absolutely not. I know he had a good year in Baltimore. No. I will never, no, never root for that guy in Philadelphia. But there's some good options. My favorite one would be, for this scenario, Daryl Taylor from Seattle has the experience with Hurt, who's the Eagles' new defensive line mm-hmm. coach now. The one difference with him, though, he is a restricted free agent, so Seattle would have the opportunity to match. So that is where it differs a little bit. But, yeah, this is a position that Howie Roseman invests a lot in, in the draft and free agency. There's a lot of unknowns right now with Riddick and Sweat and Nolan Smith and Brandon Graham. All four of them, Gino, in one way or the other, have question marks for different Mm -hmm. reasons. So I expect he's going to make at least one big move between the draft and free agency, and I'd imagine it's more likely going to be at least two. I would put a lot of money on that. That's what Howie Roseman does. And we're at the point in today's NFL that in this three-year turn these guy, turn the guys over type of market, you have to find the next guy before you are in this situation. And let's hope Howie Roseman does that. So we're not turning around in two years from now and having this exact conversation to where you want to trade the guy that you brought in to replace Hassan Reddit right. because of this exact scenario. Absolutely. We'll continue our offseason options series this week as Howie Roseman has a lot of work to do on both sides of the ball for agency just a month away. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Ludi Biasi signing off. As always, thank you for downloading, thank you for watching and listening, and let's go Birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.